0: KYW News Radio Original Podcasts This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with economist David Fiorenza. Lots to talk about. Let's not waste any time and let's get to it. So let's start with jobless claims. Uh, good news. First time filings under 300,000. Again, they came in a little bit below estimates, 290,000. And even the weeks where it was over 3,000, we've been more than a month now. Uh, if you kind of flatten it out over a, a length of time where, where things have been pretty steady here in a pretty good place, relatively close to where we were before COVID-19.
1: Oh, absolutely, Matt. And I always like when we start off with this because we can go back and say that there was an estimated 23.7 million Americans last March and April that were on unemployment. And, you know, and we're really down in record levels, especially with the economy not being fully open, as well as internationally not being fully open. Remember, we're an international economy. So there are going to be times when the airlines and tourism and people traveling on sales and other things that aren't going to be able to do it internationally. So people are still looking at this pandemic and saying, well, you know what, there are some good things and some bad things that are happening right now.
0: So the first time claims are down. Uh, Continuing claims also hit a pandemic low uh, under two and a half million.
1: That is a good number. I really like that. They actually thought it was going to be over $2.55 A couple of weeks ago, we were at $3 million. So even the continuing claims are going down. The unemployment rate is 4.8%. It's showing that people have some confidence in the economy. They're ready to go back to work. They're ready to make some money. Now, there are people that are going to be retiring early. There are some people that are saying, I'm suffering from burnout. I think I want to retire a little earlier than usual
0: on the housing front I saw a, a couple of uh, different numbers existing home sales up in September from the month before but then I saw that the median selling price was down a bit for the third straight month
1: well there's a couple things happening with that median sales price Matt and you and I have talked about this on the air and off the air affordable housing you know if there was a little bit more affordable housing you would have that younger sector of people who are just graduated college, maybe a few years out of college, 25 who are looking for housing, two people uh, getting together, married, not married, wherever the case may be, and they want to put more than 10% down on a house or a home, and they're having a problem finding homes in the $200,000 range, even condos and townhouses. I'm seeing a lot more apartment buildings being built in the suburban areas of Chester County compared to single-family homes, and that goes back to the fact that the, uh, the ones who are building those we know they can make a higher profit. The other thing that's happening with with housing is that we're going to see this leveling off because of the fact that we're back in school. A lot of people do not move during the school year. They maybe move December into January, and then we're going to see a I think an uptick next May and June.
0: Uh, I know a couple weeks ago, we were talking about oil and gas prices, and I said around me the gas prices have been relatively steady. I almost feel like to the day I said that they've gone up about a quarter as I've uh, traveled around and seen that. Where are you right now on inflation?
1: Well, I'm looking at what Jerome Powell is saying, looking at the Cleveland fed uh, talking to some people down at the Philly fed, we're going to have inflation through next year. Again, I don't think we're going to see the double digits. That was the fear tactics that I saw by some, I think it's going to, over around 5.4%. Well, with that being said, Matt, this could be a good time to borrow money. Uh, You can get low rates on auto loans used and new. You can get home equity loans very low. Uh, Municipalities who are looking to borrow money, even though they did receive some funding from the American Rescue Plan, if they're looking to borrow money, they're telling me it's free money. They can get money for a short-term loan for a year from 1.9 to 2.9%. That's really good easy money, almost free money at this point when inflation is 5.4%.
0: We have talked a lot about the worker shortage and it's tangible, it's real. You you see it, I think I go out and run errands, and I see multiple places, hiring, on-the-spot interviews, everything. In addition to that, I feel like we're seeing a lot of labor action with regards to work stoppages and strikes. Uh, John Deere is a big one. Uh, I think it was Kellogg's. Are we seeing kind of a little bit of a shift in the calculus here? Because I feel like for a long time, the arrow was really pointing towards corporate power, towards ownership. I'm not saying it's evening out by any means, but... Are we starting to see labor and the workforce start to claw a little bit back in in not just higher wages, but more power?
1: Well, we are. Uh, for instance, California has extended their paid family leave, uh, expanded their earned income tax credit. As we've talked about this a few weeks ago, a large percentage of women in the workforce are trying to get back in the workforce and stay in the workforce because of childcare is difficult. So, some people are saying, you know, well, I'm just going to stay at home, maybe do some some uh, gig work if I can on my own. We're also seeing the fact that. You have CEOs and you have um, your top brass, your board of directors, who are giving out compensation packages to people who are at the head of the companies. You know, the workers are saying, hey, what about us? Can some of that trickle down to us, especially the American Rescue Plan? If if some place received some money, there was an area that American Rescue Plan that was called premium pay for what they call essential workers. Well, that's a broad category, essential workers, Matt. And if they're not seeing any of that trickle down, I don't mean trickle down to the fact where someone's getting a bonus of a a whole annual year's worth of salary. No, they're looking for a little bit of of something, a little bit of incentive. I think it also shows that employees have more confidence in the economy and they're saying, you know what? I'm confident, but I'm scared. I don't want this job to go to Vietnam or China where the average wage is between three and $4 an hour too, as well.
0: I wonder how much of this becomes kind of a cycle where there's one high profile strikes and gains are made. It emboldens other groups, other unions, uh, and it's sort of a, a ripple effect.
1: Oh, it is, Matt. Uh, what happens is like, again, John Deere may have been the one to set the, set the precedent on this and started the ball rolling. And other companies are saying, we worked through this pandemic. We're working now. We're understaffed." We also see the fact that maybe companies are bringing in more robotics. I see more and more kiosks at various places. You know, people, again, are looking at it, well, can I have a little bit of ownership of the company? And I don't mean stock ownership. I'm talking about other ways of, of, of that. And that was a wave and trend that happened decades ago where you saw companies having ownership back to the employees. We may see a trend of that come next year if this continues.
0: We have talked ad nauseum, oh, probably since the president was uh, inaugurated back in January, about infrastructure. We're still waiting for bills to be passed. Some days, it seems like we're getting closer. Other days, it seems like it might not happen. (laughs) I'm confident we will see something on both fronts, how big it is and what it covers. Do you think we will see this before the end of the year? Uh, You're looking through a political calculus. There are some important races next month, specifically the Virginia governor's race. I don't think we'll see any movement before that, but do you think we'll see stuff before the end of the calendar year?
1: I think if there's a change in governorship in Virginia and New Jersey, I think it's going to fast track and they're going to push the Biden administration to uh, approve this by year end. Now, there are some things that are probably going to be taken off the table, such as the uh, child care that we talked about, um, the community college paying for that. So some things are going to come off the table to try to get a deal. But the infrastructure, I know the concern of some is about uh Alternative fuel, such as electric hybrids and things like that, Uh, I think that's going to taper off a little bit. But, you know, certain states like California, where there's a lot of smog, they're going to have to turn to alternatives more than what they're already doing, whether it's solar, whether it's hydro, whatever the case may be. And I think this is going to force both parties to sit down because come December, we're going to be looking at another debt ceiling uh, resolution. And what are we going to do about that? And we better hope that they can resolve these issues by December thirty first.
0: Is there anything else you're keeping an eye on here as uh, we get ready for? We're a week out from the Halloween weekend.
1: Oh well, long term, I'm actually looking at the fact that people are living longer, and what's that going to do to the uh, to the arena of retirement homes, county homes, um, and also healthcare. In the future, for for the elderly people working, some people working longer than their required so security age, working into their seventies. So as our nation progresses and gets older, what's going to happen there in the way of healthcare? And the next thing I'm looking at is people staying home more, working from home. Will that continue in the 2022? You know, I do see, Matt, all the uh, train stops. I went up and down what used to be the old R5 this week, and I went up the old uh, trolley from Media into Philly, and I'm seeing a lot more cars parked in the SEPTA stations. That's one way of telling that people want to be back at work at least one to three days a week. That's a good sign.